Welcome back, Mornings with Ron listeners. I want to thank you for joining our podcast this week. We appreciate all the support that you've been giving us along the way. As you know, in previous podcasts, I've usually grouped the messages together by themes, and I decided to shake it up for a little bit. You know, for some time now, I write a blog at morningswithron.com, and I realize that we have two different audiences for the most part. We have individuals who like to read and individuals who prefer to listen to the messages on podcasts. So I'm going to go back to our original messages that we were delivering on our Mornings with Ron blog and share those with you. As you know, I usually group them into themes, but I thought let's just try for a while to deliver the messages they were delivered uh, and kind of as they came out of my head. And uh, they're going to be varied and touch all kinds of different subjects as we go through this process over the next couple weeks. So sit back and relax and let's get on with this week's podcast. This first message was uh, about my grandma Lola. You know, I talk about her a lot because she was such an important part of my life and kind of who I've become as an individual. And this one I titled, Never Start a Job Unless. You know, one of the most precious things that grandparents and parents pass on to children are those little pearls of wisdom that they learned in their life that help guide and direct ours. We may not see it or agree at the time, But eventually there comes a time when we encounter a situation where a recollection of that pearl is exactly what we need to get us through. Growing up, my grandmother got me a job at the local five and dime store. It was called Ben Franklin and the man that owned it reached out to my grandmother specifically to ask me to come to work for him. I worked there for the last three years of high school until I finally went off to college. Although he was a fair man, he was definitely a taskmaster often brash, expected perfection, and add a lot of unneeded stress to the position. There were many times when I would go home crying, and I just wanted to quit. And when I would do this, I was always met with the same comments from my grandmother. You can't quit, she would say. Throughout your life, you're going to work for people that may not be so easy to work for, and it's going to be impossible for you to walk away every time you aren't happy. She would tell me to buck it up and do my best and just keep going. My grandmother always told me these words that have resonated with me my whole life. Never start a job unless you're going to finish it. Never do a job unless you're going to do it right. Those words have served me well and allowed me to be successful with the Bring Smiles to Seniors program and in life despite sometimes difficult circumstances. It's a reminder that there are times when our elders really do know best, and that makes connecting the circle of life even more important and meaningful. This second message came from a quote I saw on the internet that said, Love the people God gave you because he'll need them back one day. And the more time I spend with my mom and dad lately, the more this quote resonates with me. It also really hit home when I was spending time with my grandmother when she was in her senior community. However, where it really hits home the most is when there's someone that we want or need to make contact with and delay for one reason or another, only to wind up with that person gone. It's then too late for us to make the connection that we wish we had made. We all have busy lives that keep us from doing the things that we want or need to do. However, our lives should never get so busy that we fail to keep in contact and acknowledge the ones that we love. Every day on the news, we hear of individuals who are met with untimely circumstances that ended their life way before their time. There was no way anyone could have seen it coming, and suddenly all the things you wish you could have said become impossible. That often leaves individuals with a sense of regret that no one wants to deal with. 
Ensuring interactions with your loved ones and people that you care about becomes especially important when they're dealing with debilitating diseases or conditions such as Alzheimer's or dementia. It's very easy to convince ourselves that it doesn't matter that we don't visit because they aren't there anyway. We justify it by telling ourselves that they won't know we're there anyway and question the purpose of going. In reality, we don't know what they know. While physically or verbally they may not be able to say to us what they want to say, all you have to do is look deep into their eyes to know that the person you always knew is still there somewhere. I've talked about this subject before and it seems to always be a good reminder. I inevitably hear from someone that it prompts them to make an outreach to a person that they had been meaning to contact, and sometimes it encourages individuals to mend a broken relationship that was once important to them just in the nick of time. Other times, it just reminds people of the importance of remembering those close to us and to cherish them while we can. I always say that friends, family, and loved ones are on loan to us for this lifetime. They were put into our lives for a reason. They help teach us life lessons. They mold and shape us into who we are, and they are what makes our life beautiful, exciting, and complete. If you have someone that you've been meaning to reach out to, make that outreach today. Both you and they will smile because you did. In October of last year, the Bring Smiles to Seniors program had the honor of accepting the Tampa Bay Lightning Community Hero Award. And the power of we was never more evident than during that night. During the Tampa Bay Lightning game, I had the privilege of accepting the Lightning Foundation Community Hero Award, surrounded by my family and friends. At every home game, the Vinnick family chooses one person that's done extraordinary things to benefit the community. That person receives a $50,000 grant to donate to their chosen charities. While Bring Smiles to Seniors could only keep a small part of it due to our very small operating budget and IRS foundation rules, we were able to put the power of we into action to benefit others as a result of our work. That evening, not only did I get the opportunity to explain to Mr. Vinnick, the owner of the Lightning, what we do, we got to share the message of our program with 20,000 fans in attendance and a broad network of people watching the game across the country. We had the opportunity to share with others the importance of remembering those that paved the way for us and the added importance of making sure that children are part of the process. In addition, our grant benefited the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society in honor of my dad, who was diagnosed with lymphoma. The grant also benefited ALS in honor of my friend Bonnie's aunt. Bonnie's the person who nominated me for the award, who is dealing with ALS disease. We also benefited a fire of Pasco County, a day school for developmentally challenged adults who've been so good in sharing their ideas with us since our program was founded. As an added bonus to the day, for the first time, my entire team that keeps the Bring Smiles to Seniors program alive was together in one place. Linda, Renee, Diane, Leanne, and Becky. Amazing examples of the power of we that I have ever known. Without them, there's no way that the Bring Smiles to Seniors program would have ever been possible. The we doesn't stop there, however. Every card artist, decorator, donor, supporter, and participant in the program were a part of that night's award. As I told Mr. Vinnick, my day job feeds my stomach, but the program feeds my soul. We are a community of amazing people that have all come together for a common purpose. While the fervor and excitement of that night will fade, the fact that we will carry on to continue bringing smiles to seniors is the most wonderful thing of all. To everyone who supported us to make that incredible event happen, 
A piece of my heart and a huge thank you goes out to you. Being a part of the we that we have built is definitely one of the highlights of my life. I know my grandmother was there with us, looking down on us and smiling and saying, job well done. This next message came about as I was just thinking about how you encounter people in life. And sometimes people are just mean and you wonder why and why it's so necessary for them to be that way. So I titled this next message, Is It Necessary to Be So Mean? As we go about our lives, we encounter all types of people, whether it be at work, in our civic groups, encounters during our day, or sometimes even right at home. We run into people that are just downright unpleasant. No matter how hard we try to be nice to them or what courtesy we may extend, what we receive in return is quite the opposite. It makes one wonder just what has happened in these people's lives to make them the way they are. When a person is mean, it's often associated with some deep insecurity within themselves that's helping shape who they are on the outside. Sometimes it's because life has dealt them a hand that has made them miserable and they just haven't found a way out of the mire. Often it's behavior that is learned as they were growing up that they just were never able to shake. It can also be because they have a life that they feel they are undeserving of and the only way they can cope with it is to ensure that everyone else is miserable as well. Believe it or not, we have even encountered mean people in some of our senior community deliveries in the past. At first, it bothered us, but then we began to realize that we have no idea what the individual we encountered may be going through. As we age, our body starts to ache in ways we never felt before. They may be experiencing pain that we could not even imagine. A disease or condition may be causing them immense discomfort that we could not see on the outside. They may no longer have family or friends to rely on for emotional support, or they may have just been dealing with their own mortality and were having a hard time doing so. While seniors have a myriad of reasons that could be driving them to this disposition, younger people who are downright mean should have an easier ability to turn it around. Part of the issue is that they're never called on their actions and are allowed to be who they are because people just don't want to deal with them. The longer we permit them to be mean without countering their actions, the more they start to believe that what they are doing is okay. We aren't born to be mean people. Somewhere along the way, it becomes a learned behavior that for one reason or another just never goes away, or one never finds a reason to be any different. At the end of the day, that should have no effect on our own personal being. We are responsible for who we are, and most of all have a responsibility to continue to be ourselves when we encounter those who choose to be mean. I say choose because at the end of the day, it really is a choice. While there may be life events thrown our way that change our demeanor for the worse, it's truly up to us to ask ourselves whether it is necessary to be so mean and initiate the necessary steps to make the changes for the better. No one enjoys being around a mean person, and who really wants to be alone? This final message I titled Unintended Consequences in a good way. When I started the Bring Smiles to Seniors program, I did so to ensure that seniors in senior communities were not forgotten and were reminded that they were loved. So many people no longer had visitors, received cards, or had other contact from family and friends. Many have reached the age where there is just no one left. What I did not expect was the impact the program was going to have on those people that chose to get involved in what we do and go on this amazing journey with us. Sometimes life deals us a hand where we just need a purpose. It can be a channel for our creative outlets, something that soothes our nerves, 
or even something that enhances the amazing life we may already have. We know that we have a place in the world. We just sometimes lose our way in realizing the value that we bring to all of those around us. I have heard from many that this program has provided just that outlet. You have shared your heartwarming stories with me that have helped continue to validate why we work hard every day to do what we do. In bringing enhancement to your lives, you have enhanced our lives in all the various ways that you participate. Compound that with the joy that you are bringing to the seniors that are receiving the cards on the other end, and we have developed quite the winning combination together. We all feel like we want to be part of something. When we're able to be a part of something that does so much good, it truly becomes food for our well-being. I tell everyone that my day job feeds my stomach, the program feeds my soul. Your messages and stories have helped me to continue to believe that I and every member of the Bring Smiles team have found our purpose. The unintended consequence of what the program is doing for all those who participate fills my heart with an enormous amount of joy. Watching all of you share your talent with each other and seeing you interact on our posts and blogs shows me that we have created a community of wonderful people all coming together for a common purpose. We appreciate you for all you do. So there you have it. Another episode of Mornings with Ron. I hope that you've enjoyed these random messages and that within these words, you find something that you can apply to your own life to uh, make your life a little better or give you a little inspiration to do something good in the world. And as always, as you go out into this great big world of ours this week, remember to be the reason that someone smiles.